0: Hello, my name is
1: Dr. Christina Finch, and I'm at the University of California, San Diego, where I am a clinical sleep medicine doctor, in addition to being on the faculty. So today we're going to review the new treatment options for residual excessive daytime sleepiness and obstructive sleep apnea. So when to treat with a wakefulness promoting agent. So we want to make sure that sleep apnea has been adequately treated for at least three months. Any comorbidities have been addressed and optimized in their treatment as well. And despite this, 14% of people with sleep apnea have been shown to have residual excessive daytime sleepiness. So you will see these patients in your office, and it is important to address them. It's important to discuss their how their sleepiness is affecting their quality of life, if there are any associated safety concerns, such as driving, drowsy, work performance, and they can first consider a trial of over-the-counter caffeine prior to prescribed medications and ensuring that they get sufficient sleep. So we usually recommend starting with a four to six week trial, um, ensuring sleep apnea is well controlled, and then discontinuing a medication based on its possible side effects. We typically try to avoid stimulants um, for residual excessive daytime sleepiness in sleep apnea. Uh, they can come with a higher risk of cardiovascular risk, in addition to abuse potential. So these typically aren't first line, but could be considered on an as needed basis. So wakefulness promoting agents. The longstanding medications for in this class have been modafinil and armodafinil. Armodafinil is so the modafinil is the racemic mixture, and armodafinil is just the R enantiomer. The mechanism of action is a CNS stimulant. Um, likely through enhanced dopamine signaling, but we don't have a great sense of how this works fully. So for dosing, modafinil usually starts around 100 to 200 milligrams, can titrate up to 400 daily, and armodafinil typically starts around 150 milligrams, and you can titrate up to 250 if needed. So significant side effects, include a life-threatening rash, including Stevens-Johnson syndrome with multi-organ hypersensitivity. So I always recommend that patients stop use with any signs of rash and contact me immediately. Adverse cardiovascular effects or effect warnings actually prevent this drug from being approved in Europe. So I don't prescribe it in patients with cardiovascular diagnoses like hypertension, left ventricular hypertrophy, angina or prior MI. And it does make hormonal contraception less effective. So definitely you need to counsel your patients for alternative methods for birth control if desired. So is a newer um, agent on the market. It is a selective dopamine and norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor. There are some thoughts that this might be more effective, but um, because it's new, cost is often a barrier for patients being able to um, have access to it. The dosing typically starts at 37.5 once daily, and you can double the dose as needed after three or greater days to a maximum of 150 milligrams per day. Significant side effects include cardiovascular risk, which is dose-dependent. It can increase blood pressure and heart rate, so I avoid in patients with unstable cardiovascular disease or serious arrhythmias. Psychiatric symptoms also include anxiety, insomnia, and irritability, and I would specifically use caution in patients with more severe uh, psychiatric diagnoses, including bipolar or psychosis. Um, It does have the potential for abuse, so I always use caution in patients who have a history of drug or alcohol abuse, and it does need to be renally dosed um, in patients with kidney impairment in review of new and emerging therapies for treatment of residual sleepiness and obstructive sleep apnea. Um, The most important thing is to really make sure that they are using their treatment, using their CPAP or whatever modality of treatment they're using for the sleep apnea for at least three months and making sure that that they're comfortable with that and, and that everything is optimized there. And then if prescription medications are needed, We recommend close follow-up and seeing if other adjustments can be made. Modafinil and armadafinil have been around for many years, kind of the tried and true, and so revampatol is a newer agent that does hold a lot of promise. Thank you so much for reviewing the um, new and emerging therapies for treatment of residual uh, sleepiness in OSA.